Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back on Speed Street. Joey Molinaro, Connor Daly. Speed Street, baby. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing Good, yeah, as well. Good to strong, strong, quite strong. Strong, <laughs> and that uh, I haven't had to fill one of those out in a while. <laughs> Have you had to fill one of those out in a while where it's like, like rate your feelings of rate, like yeah. I'm four out of five of strong to healthy or for whatever. your workplace. Yeah, yeah, that's a survey. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't had to do one of those for a while. I find myself always way too generous on those surveys. I know, isn't it a weird thing? Yeah, I feel like it kind of tells about who you are as a person. If like if you find yourself being really negative, you probably just kind of a piece of shit yeah but if you're kind of you know you always want to be nice it's like yeah see i'm way too nice to everyone i'm like you know what this food did taste like dog poop but you know what maybe they had a rough day back there in the kitchen and so i'm gonna go four out of five (laughs) you know what i mean like like that's what i that's where i'm at that's fair you know we get i try to be nice well we get five out of five too is uh, our friends at the shop indie boom because they hooked us up uh, with the logo the speed street logo Love their work. I'm wearing one of the shirts right now. Greatest spectacle in racing. It's soft. It's comfortable. It's fashionable. Love that. It's, uh, they got the best stuff in the game in Indy, man. If you're a fan of anything about our great city, or about our great state, you got to go check them out. At uh, Broad Ripple, they got a shop. They're great online. Place. Shop Indy. And uh, Brian, appreciate you, man. You hooked it up. <laughs> so got to thank our friends at the shop. Absolutely. And I am wearing a Chad Reed shirt because we, we support all forms of racing. Yes. Supercross, two wheels. Four wheels. It is not a Simon Pagano shirt. It does say 22 on it, mm-hmm. but you know what? We support everyone. Support all different forms of motorsport. That's right. We do. And we got plenty <laughs> to talk about here this week. Um, if you were given $100,000 to do an ad for something, mm-hmm. what would you prefer it to be? What, what would you be like a really good ambassador for? Tums. Tums? Oh, yeah. I love that you hit that right out, Bro, right out the gate. That's my dream sponsorship. If I could just have a lifetime supply of Tums and just, just never have to roll over in bed one night at 2 a.m. when I'm having heartburn so bad that I think I'm going to throw up acid. Oof. And I and I, and I I reach over and I'm out of Tums and I'm like, what am I going to do? Big Tums guy. I don't think I've ever had a Tums. I don't think I've had heartburn. 
Well, <laughs> maybe I have. I don't know. Consider yourself very, very lucky. And I know you suffer from some diabetes, and I do empathize with you on that. But acid reflux is also it's not it's on the I'm walking myself into a grave here. It's not on the same level <laughs> at all. Who's grave? But acid, re- grave? But acid reflux is not fun to have. So Tums, one thousand percent. Put I slap my face all over it. Just bam, give me that hundred thousand. Well, if you're the CEO, CMO, CFO of, of Tums Incorporated, yep. can, can you please send a forklift full of Tums to our good friend in need here? Yeah, Joey. People, people give me a lot of they give me a hard time, uh, you know, on social media because I'll I'll post about it, joking about it, and be like, dude, those aren't good for you. You need to get it figured out. I'm like, I don't care if they're not good for me. <laughs> it's instant relief, and that's all I'm looking for. Oh man, that's incredible, right? Hey, good for you. Yeah. I respect that. Well, exactly. I, I mean, I, I was just very curious to know because there are a lot of people, you know, out here getting a lot of deals. There's a lot of swipe ups on the internet, a lot mm-hmm. of different stuff mm-hmm. being sold. And, mm-hmm. you know, if Joey's had an agent out there pitching for deals, you know, I mean, I'm trying to pitch for deals all the time. So I'm I'm willing to sell anything to yeah. anyone. But you're, you're a walking salesman, man. You really that's are. That's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm learning. Last night, I was even thinking, I was, I was sitting there, I was watching, um, that uh that that documentary about the hockey team that was run by the gangster the untold stories you ever watched still that one are we by still the in the are still in the bad sport documentary from last week no this no. is a different one this is like the untold story remember the untold story of the pacers and the detroit Pistons? oh yes this yes, is like yes, another yes, one yes, of those yes. but it was a hockey team run by a 17 year old got it and the 17 year old's dad was a gangster oh. incredible wow the uh the the danbury trashers that's what they were the danbury trashers and i <laughs> I was looking at that, and I was like, man, I got to make enough money to own a hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> like a UHL hockey team and have all That's these guys hilarious. beating the crap out of each other on the on the ice and just sell tickets. It was wild. I, I, I've been thinking, the offseason really puts you in an interesting mind mode. You know what I mean? I'm no. Like, what do you mean? I just, I'm like, well, don't know what I'm going to be racing next. Don't know mm. what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, every year, I've not had the next year sorted. You know what I mean? So like your gotcha. mind starts to race into a lot of interesting places. Like I was racing over the weekend, which was awesome. You know what I mean? But guess what happens at the racetrack? You get asked every five minutes, hey, how's next year looking? I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just working on, you know, raising sponsorship and trying to sort out what, you know, what our partner, the U.S. Air Force wants to do. But realistically, I don't know. And so you just start like thinking, well, you know what? What if I was a Bitcoin miner or like, what if I, you know, what if I started this business? What if I started streaming again, like every day on Twitch and started really building up that following again? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's, uh, it's, you just start thinking about a lot of things. What, what else could I race? You know what I mean? Like I was doing sports cars. I was like, maybe I'll race sports cars. We were really fast over the weekend. We were one of the fastest cars on track, passed a lot of people. Did so a lot how did things. That, yeah, so it's, it was the eight hour race, right? Yep, eight it hours. Was, it was. I mean, that that's a long time. It is a long. While time. you were racing for eight hours on on Sunday, I was sitting on my ass watching football <laughs> for eight hours. So you know, we were kind of busy for eight hours doing very different things. Yes. How did yeah. it go? I mean, you said you're passing. You know people. what? Yeah, we had a. It, it was a. It was an interesting weekend for us because uh, the the team that I was running with, great friends of mine, Paul Sparto was my teammate, and Al Carter, two great people. Uh, Paul's been a sponsor of mine for a very, very long time, and uh, he's got these these pretty new, pretty good, good shape BMW M4 GT4 cars. Um, and he has done a season of racing himself in the in the World GT4 whatever I don't know what it is sports car racing series. 
And, uh, and we had this opportunity to go out and do this eight-hour race, which was a GT4 class car and GT3 class cars. And GT3 class cars are faster. They're like, you know, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Mercedes, uh, mm-hmm. McLaren, mm-hmm. like very, very high-level, high-down-force sports Ones cars. Ones that get you all the chicks. Well, yeah, oh, <laughs> plenty of <laughs> Look great on the Instagram, let me there tell you, you that. Go. They yeah. were like... These teams had the best Instagram profiles, but also like a lot of factory drivers, like factory Audi drivers, factory BMW mm-hmm. drivers, factory Porsche drivers, all this stuff. So a lot of really good drivers, and we were the slower class, but we're all out there racing at the same time. So, uh, you know, there's a winner for each class, which was really cool. Is Obviously, it on the road podium. course? Yep, road okay. course. Yeah, yep. got it. Nice. And, uh, and yeah, so we, you know, we started the race with our pal Al Carter. He had a good stint. We were running, let's say, you know, fourth or fifth ish, maybe sixth. I don't know. And then Paul got in, I was going to be third in. So I would really wait, you know, at least two and a half hours before I get in, get even in to start the race, which is obviously weird. Like as a driver, the, the interesting part about sports car racing, which, you know, we haven't really talked much about on this show yet, but like the interesting part about sports car racing is indeed the fact that it's not all up to you. Like you share the car with yeah. someone else and, mm-hmm. and something you could have your best day ever, but if something happens while the other guys in the car, guess what? That's tough, Fuck tough day up. for yeah. everyone. It's yeah. like the bullpen so. coming up and it's blowing like, your yeah. shutout. No, but that's, an, yeah, it's wild, right? So do you want to be in the third because that's pressure or do you want to start off? I mean, the pressure everywhere. It's hard to say. I mean, you gotta, I mean, you gotta come through. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta nail your stint every time. So the, the, the sad part is, though, there's a lot that could go wrong on those first two stints before you even get in the car to start the race. You know what I mean? And sadly, that was what happened to us. When our when my man Paul got in the car, there was uh, some sort of suspension issue, a little collapsing, a little flat, flat, flat left front tire, and we lost a lot of time trying to fix that. But Dang. guess what? The weird part is, and I had someone ask me this the other day, I was like, well, why would you keep racing if you're like 20 laps down? I was like, well... Because there's five and a half hours left. Yeah. You never know. If everyone else yeah, has those right. problems, right. someone's still got to win. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. So, so sadly, we, you know, when I got in the car, we were actually quite fast, which was always fun. Like, went out. We, uh, we, I, I, I was able to pass the leader, I think, almost twice, which means unlapping ourselves twice, which means we were quite quick. Uh, and, and yeah, I got in the car after another hour. But again, you're kind of, you're driving your heart out. But you're still everyone you pass doesn't matter. You yeah, know what I mean? But it's tough. Realistically, if you do make up laps, you do your job. So we did. And then sadly, when I handed the car off again, we had another suspension issue towards the end of the race, and that was it. But you know what? We were the first to dinner. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> which is, That's can't complain. It's great for the boys and, and the team. They'd worked a, a long day, but sports car racing is fun. Like it's you know it's like it's flip a, cup of racing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, exactly. The, but the, it's the, the, it's know. fun. Like it's really you have your cool anchors. Cars. You have your people, yeah. and then you got to get it going. Very interesting strategy because you know, like uh, in in my certain you know, some guy has a certain amount of speed, and then I I'm obviously a little bit quicker. But then we've got a guy in the middle, and then it's kind of like if 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 the if the guy that we know is going to be a little bit slower, maybe he has his best day. Mm. Boom! Now he's challenging. So. Right. It's an interesting, um, it's an interesting game, and uh, but, but we enjoyed it, and I think we had, we had great weather at IMS for this oh, race. Oh God, best weekend of weather I, I mean, can remember. Sports car racing weather was great. So, again, got to see a lot of my friends that I used to race with way back in the day. Nice. Uh, hadn't seen these guys like literally since 2013, 14, oh, man. and like when I left Europe, and it was great to see everyone. Had a, had an incredible night at the Oakmont Sunday night. Had some dinner, filled that place up. I think I bought 150 Vegas bombs. Wow. 
Nice. For all my friends. I see when everyone's in in America and in in Indiana, I try to make sure that, hey, you know what? Everyone leaves Indiana with an incredible smile on their face. Yeah, it's important. It it's really a Hoosier is. hospitality, uh-huh. as they say. Yeah, isn't that right? That's great. No, I, it's I, I had a <laughs> I had a weekend myself. Um, Saturday, I was I found myself at the Rathskeller, oh. um, singing on you know, stage I was with there. Clayton Anderson. I was there for that. And you? No, I did not see you, but I was there for ten to fifteen minutes. <laughs> Do you remember? Because I, I don't. I didn't see you. Yeah, I mean, it was packed, and it got very, very dark. Uh, obviously, it's getting well, that's darker and darker. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> that, that happens is, okay. when the sun retires ah, from the sky. Got it. <laughs> uh, but the lighting at Rathskeller, you know, you get the stage, all the stage, all the lighting's up to the stage to see uh, Clayton Anderson, our buddy, and so it's kind of dark out there in the back of the beer garden, so... I didn't really realize or see anybody. Uh, also, had a few beverages, so I was, you know, LSU just beating Florida's ass, uh, Purdue just beating Iowa's ass. Ooh. I was on another level. I'd want to bet with George Kittle. Oh, George! Uh, yeah, I did see that. I was wondering yeah. if that was real or not. Oh, that's real. That was real. Oh, that is absolutely <laughs> real. Uh, so very, it was a very, very exciting day. Beautiful weather, my Subtle favorite flex. weather of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden, I'm going to the bathroom. Uh, in the backstage, the back part of the the, the Rathskeller, um, you know, not the one inside, but the one outside, and uh, Clayton Anderson catches my eye, <laughs> and I'm going to the bathroom, and all of a sudden I'm waiting in line, and I just hear, "Where's Joey Molinaro? Where's Joey Molinaro?" Clayton Anderson, and I'm like, "Oh man!" So I go out there, Clayton oh, brings me up on stage. While you have to pee. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, I didn't even get that to pee, but I was on stage, and so I was just like, you know. I, 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 you know, I shouldn't have been up there, but Clayton had me up there. He invited me up there. We sang Mr. Brightside. Oh, we did you nail it? It would have been tough for me to nail. I think, <laughs> I think, I think I got the parts that everybody. How many, knows. Wh- how many white claws had you had up <laughs> until this point? Uh, it, it, Saturday was strictly just a a um a beer day. Okay, all right. I stayed away from liquor. Stayed away from <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> And it was strictly beer. Uh, I respect but those that. ones at the Rathskeller, man. For those who don't know, you're coming to Indy. Rathskeller, they got they got beer and they got big <laughs> ones. They got big old ones. So, uh, but no, good man, for was, you for getting it, up there. Yeah, huh? no, yes, yeah, you know, it was it was, it was fine. I kind of woke up the next morning and has tagged in like three or four Instagram stories. I was like, what the hell is this? And then it was just me on stage singing i was like oh i did do that forgot <laughs> so it was one of those but uh yeah man so i had myself had myself a weekend as well i love that because I, I i discovered yeah. uh sunday night we were celebrating the motor race as i had mentioned yeah and i had realized that i well i didn't realize that i left my friend chris burton the owner of the oakmont a very nice voicemail at about twelve forty-five in the morning that i um was not aware that i had had left him that message yeah and in the message i had said chris we have so many people at your bar willing to give you, to hand you money with our hands. <laughs> <laughs> so and Chris I was, was like, a no-show, oh. huh? Yeah, he was like, he, he, he wasn't working that night. And, uh, and I was trying to tell him that we had, you know, a lot of people there just trying to make in, in, local Indiana businesses some money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where you at, man? Where you at, boss, We man? had a great time Sunday night. Yeah. L- oh, celebration look at us, of man. motor racing. Look at us just having a, a great fall weekend. You know what's insane though? Before because we, we got there a lot of IndyCar news. A oh, lot yeah. of IndyCar news. Silly yep. season's going strong, even into the off season. Lots you know, we're of gonna, silly season. We're, we're gonna touch on that. We got a little bit of drama between uh Chase Briscoe and Denny Hamlin that happened over the weekend. Really? I don't know if you saw that or not. More? Look at me with the NASCAR. More knowledge. drama? Huh? Are you sure that are you sure got got the right names? Hamlin and Briscoe. <laughs> Yeah, no, Hamlin and Briscoe. They, again? 
Yeah. Like the same guys who got into it at the Indie GP, the Brickyard. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not <laughs> as familiar with that, but um, yeah, so we'll get into that. All right. Connor's got uh, our new segment last week. Yes, really enjoyed the reality that. shows and IndyCar drivers. Yes, reality shows and, uh, and IndyCar drivers, <laughs> and then we'll finish like we always do with the Ricky Treadway uh, Racer of the Week. But Ricky let's, let's get into uh, this IndyCar news, man. From what I've seen in recording on Wednesday, yep. before coming into the studio, last I've seen, we've had... One, all sorts of rumors about Colton Herta yep. popping to, uh, what is it, Coda this weekend? Yes. Yeah. With F1. Yeah, lots uh, lots of stuff popping up. First off. of all, we haven't, we haven't really, I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit, I think a couple weeks ago, about the possibility of Colton Herta going, but now it's getting to be more and more real, it seems like. Where it, do you stand on a guy like that making the move to an F1, potentially? I think what we're seeing right now is potentially one of the biggest stories in American motorsport in a very long time because you have every media outlet literally like trying to track where Michael Andretti has been. Yeah. Like I saw today, they're like, oh, I just confirmed with Michael Andretti that he was not in Switzerland <laughs> this week, you know what I mean, at the, at the Sauber F1 factory. And, you know, they didn't say whether Golden was there or not, but <laughs> they knew that Michael wasn't there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really interesting because I think a lot of, a lot of us want it to happen. A lot of us can see like this would be massive if there was some sort of an Andretti tie-in with a Formula One team, some sort of a an American, a real American team. Because I still don't consider Haas an F an American F one team. Just I don't even think about it. Their cars are all Russian. They have no American. They hate all American drivers. So I just I, I don't see that at all. Um, but yeah, the Andretti thing would be really really cool. And, uh, and it's going to be interesting this weekend. I know they're all going, you know what I mean? Like everyone's going to be down there and, uh, it's going to be quite a story. I think we see just a massive amount of questions. People just want to know, is it the worst kept secret? Is it already happening? Mm -hmm. Is, is Colton going to be in the car this weekend for FP one? That's what some people were asking. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? You know what I mean? Did you see Marshall Pruitt's kind of column? Yeah, his letter to Colton. Yeah, a, a lot of he, like Marshall Pruitt had r- r- written this thing about why Colton shouldn't go to F one, and yeah. I honestly like I love Marshall Pruitt a lot. Completely disagree on this one. I mean, why? Because Col- Colton's twenty one years old. He's a child. Yes, and you only get one shot in your entire life to go to Formula One. And there's no doubt that Formula One. I mean, IndyCar is incredible, and the Indy five hundred is the biggest event in the world. But still, Formula One is Formula One, and and there are there are n- no other chances that you get to do that. And like, I tried to do it. There are many other people that tried to do it. You know, we got close. There's a lot of people like I drove a formula one car, but like we didn't get there. You know what I mean? And so, but when, I mean, like he was laying out, like, I mean, if Colton want to go out there and I guess it's just kind of like, well, it's either way you look at it. Like he could go out there and then just become one of the biggest stars in the world. Or he could go out there kind of flutter around in the back, you know, not be that competitive, still be an F1 driver, get all the money, get all that shit and everything. But like in IndyCar, I mean, he's going to be the top dog for a long time. Yeah. But, but see, I think that's an awfully negative way to look at it because if you go there as a young driver, people kind of give you that credit for at least a couple years. And people forget that like, you know, not everyone started like Lewis Hamilton, where Lewis Hamilton, his first year in Formula One was like with McLaren, you know what I mean? Like a really good yeah. team. And like, 
Fernando Alonso, he started at Minardi, which was the worst team. And Fernando Alonso ended up winning two world championships. Okay, you know what so I mean? So kind of level the driver. Po- it is possible to do it. Um, like to to proceed up the ranks. I mean, Valtteri Botas, he started at Williams and ended up at Mercedes. You know what I mean? He started at a, a lower team, ended up further up. At least I think he started at Williams. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's such a and Colton is really good. So I I have a lot of faith in him. I think he's a good dude. He's a good driver. Um, and, and I think we just saw like Patricio award, old Pato award. He, he even came out. He said, you'd be a fool to think Colton wouldn't go to F1. Like anyone really wants to go to F1. Like it's, it's so true. Like all of us would, would have loved a shot at formula one. You know what I mean? So it's, it's one of those things that I, I don't question for one second. Colton, if, if he has that opportunity, you go do it. Yeah, I'm just so torn. <laughs> I mean, you know, I am. I'm just, I'm torn because, because he can always come back, though. That's, that's true. Thing. That's true. And he is young. And that's true because I'm so torn because I, I love watching him and all of the IndyCar races. And I want him to, you know, hopefully, if you're not winning the Indy 500 next year, I'd love to see him win or two years from now or, you know, whatever. And, and you're right. He can come back. But as much as I would be bummed to not be able to watch him in every IndyCar race, I would be excited. Uh, one, because you and everybody else seems to think it'd be just great for the sport in general to have a guy like that over there. And two, it'd be nice for me to be able to get into F1 because now I'm, yeah. hey, Colton's over there. Now, I'm, guy. now yeah. I'm fully in. Yeah. I'll watch everything. Root for Colton. But that's what America's yeah. needed for years. Yeah. Like, like America, you know, Formula One got a massive boost in America because of Drive to Survive. Because it put Formula One into everyone's homes whenever they wanted to watch it. You know what I mean? And that yeah. was huge. Yeah. But I don't know if you notice... In like soccer or the Olympics, like the World Cup of Soccer or the Olympics, you cheer for your country. Like you cheer for your guy. That's what happens in Formula One too. When they go race in Mexico, Sergio Perez, big hero. You know what I mean? At the Dutch Grand Prix, Max Verstappen was the guy. Like we have two U.S. Grand Prix next year. Who do we cheer for? You know what I mean? No one. So like no one's going to go out there and be like, oh, well, I'm waving this American flag for the Haas Formula One team. It's like... Well, there's no red, white, and blue. Oh, the red, oh, red, white, and blue. That's the Russian flag. Got it. <laughs> like, it's one of those things that, like, it, it's 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 hilarious to you know to see you want to you want to cheer for your guy, like Australia, like Daniel Ricardo, like th- that. That's the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we need that for us. We need that for the sport. You know, we tried to do that. Like, I think um, one thing about he can always come back to IndyCar. Anyone who does say that, though, needs to remember that in 10 years, like if he does try to come back. You know what I mean? Because uh, like everyone told that to me, too. Like when I was trying to go to Formula One, I didn't go to IndyCar first, I, but I had won all the championships leading up to IndyCar. And so they were like, oh, you can always come back to IndyCar. You can always come back. And then when I did come back, I was like, hey, I'm back. And they're like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? And like, I still had to, you formula one guy, but I had to like claw my way into IndyCar. Like I was, I still like only did like the Indy 500 and then like substituted for injured drivers. And then it was like, okay, yeah, he can drive. All right. Yeah. Mm. We'll put him in. You know what I mean? So it, it, I I see a little bit of a falseness in that um, phrase of he can always come back, but Colton is in a very different position to me because Colton has already proven that he can win many, many times in IndyCar. Yeah. Um, and he can for sure come back. So that that's something that I think is uh, is very, very important. And you know what? I think this weekend is going to be very, very exciting to pay attention to the Twitters because there could be a yeah. lot of different things cracking and popping and snapping and, you know, for sure coming out. 
yeah, got to keep an eye on it. Uh, young Colton Herta, maybe making his way over there. Michael Andretti, Formula One. <laughs> very exciting, very interesting. Um, but hopping to a different team, uh, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan. Just, yep. just continuing to make news to fill out their team. You got Jack Harvey, who made his announcement mm-hmm. last week. He's going to be taking over the 45 ride. And then Christian Lundgaard. Lundgaard. He, uh, yeah. He's coming in uh, number 30 car for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan. So you got old GR. You got Graham Ray Hall, Jack Harvey, I Christian think what's, Lundgaard. I think what's really interesting about that is if you would have asked anyone at the beginning of the 2021 season, could you have put Jack Harvey and Lundgaard, Nerstein, Lund- <laughs> Christian Lundgaard, uh, in at Ray Hall instead of like, Takuma Sato and you know anyone else I I would have I mean it's wild to see that I, it's a very interesting team like I don't know much about Christian Lundgaard like I, I I got to race with him at the GP he finished just behind me when he came over to do that great racer obviously yeah he ran pretty um, well there ran really well Christian, qualified yeah. well um and I obviously know Jack Harvey really well but I, I just it's just an interesting lineup like you got Graham the senior executive and you've got Jack who is you know has has a decent amount of experience now in IndyCar and a, and, a, and a total rookie. And, I, you know, again, though, it's like, it's just interesting. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, mm-hmm. good for those guys. You know what I mean? I'm glad Ray Hall can run three full-time cars because I think those guys have an incredible group of people there, really good engineers, people that I've worked with before, incredible mechanics over there. So I think it'll be very, very interesting to see how all those guys work together. Yeah. No, it's uh, that 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 announcement came out. Like I said, we we're recording Wednesday. It came out an hour, two hours before. Yeah, we were started recording that uh, that number thirty ride was going to uh, Lundgaard. So, um, yeah, man, very interesting. You got moving parts with Andretti still. Um, oh yeah, moving parts with well, not not so much anymore with um with RLL because they got it all filled up. What's going on with you, man? What's the latest with you? you oh you no, you know what? We, I don't know much yet, but yeah. uh, but we know that there's some very interesting folks testing next week in IndyCars, um, which will be, you know, wild. I mean, you got Nico Hulkenberg coming over to test. Yeah. Another Formula One guy. Yeah. Uh, a very, very highly regarded Formula One guy. I, I worked with Nico at Force India, Formula One team, like many, many years ago now. Ten, almost, no almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've known Nico a long time. Good guy. Uh, good driver for sure. Uh, he's testing for Arrow, McLaren, Schmidt, Peterson, whatever that is, um, which is which is great. Um, and and it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens there. They've, you've got another European, um, you know, well, he's an American kid, but he came over Logan Sargent, uh, who is testing for AJ Foyt Racing. Uh, Logan Sargent, has won in the Formula Three series uh, for America, uh, which is great. I mean, he's a, I, I don't know him, but uh, but apparently he's a good driver. So good to see him get an opportunity. And then uh, Ryan Array is driving my car. So uh, I don't know what that means. It's a little awkward. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know what? I it's this time of year. I mean, it's it's happened before. It'll happen again. Um, you know, it's one of those things where teams want to uh, evaluate a guy, see what's going on. Um, and I know Ed and Ryan, uh, have been friends a very, very long time, but, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean, uh, you know, any decisions have been made yet. So we're still working on everything for IndyCar and, and when it comes to any other news, 
just going to be curious to see what happens at this test and and for everyone that you know everyone that's around it's basically just an evaluation day so mm-hmm. all these teams are using it cuz you get an extra day if you're evaluating a driver so you can use an extra test day it, it's not like if like if i signed with ed again it wouldn't cost me a test day it's basically they're evaluating a driver so gotcha. every team's going to use that to evaluate someone new so they can get some extra time on track gotcha yeah man i mean end of october you know, yeah, I mean, time, we, you know, we hope to know stuff yeah. for sure in the next, you know, next three weeks by, you know, by early November, which is coming up real quick here. Oddly oh, enough, geez, like, I, yeah, like, no joke. The, do you, like, do you have a Halloween costume picked out? No, I, I think Halloween guy. Halloween. I am terrible at dressing up. Yeah, I mean, uh, my buddy Deepu did order five Harlem Globetrotter outfits for us. Though, sounds maybe. perfect. Yeah, do that. We might be a part of the Harlem Globetrotters. That's fine. That works. So I, I don't I don't know that because I just real I actually just forgot that I'm supposed to be doing some driver coaching out in Laguna Seca on the 30th of ah, October. So perfect. I might just be out on Halloween this year. All right. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna make it. I would rather go make some money driver coaching some folks in some nice cars in Laguna Seca. There you go. Yeah. The starting five. This is now the starting, the starting four. five. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the starting four. We'll now pull someone off the bench. Up. Yeah. There you go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um. Yeah. What else do we got? Do we need. I got. I put out those um questions. Yeah. yeah. Did we have some we, questions we, from we folks? Have quite a lot, actually. Or do you um, want to do the uh, IndyCar reality television stuff first? We can do that. Let's do that. All right. Yeah. Fine. Let's do it. This is a lot of uh, just a lot of planning that goes into this. Yeah. I, I wrote these. <laughs> uh, I wrote these things down. I uh, I decided if you listen to our previous episode, we were pairing. Three random drivers yep. with three reality television programs. Now, mm-hmm. I, considering that most IndyCar drivers are married and or have girlfriends, I took out The Bachelor <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to cause any problems at home. Sure, sure. I don't want to have the wife coming home and saying they listen to Speed Street like a dedicated listener and said why I didn't want my husband being talked about as The Bachelor. Hey, but you know what? I clearly stated, we clearly stated for Rossi, we know he's in a relationship, Miss Kelly, it's all good. (laughs) If he wasn't, that was it. He probably doesn't listen to our show anyway, but that's fine. Definitely doesn't. So what I, we still have Survivor and we still have Fear Factor because I think those are two electric programs to try and pair random people with. Mm -hmm. And I replaced The Bachelor with Top Chef. Because I want to know what driver you think might be slinging some onions and dicing up some tomatoes and seeing who you know puts together the most Man, clever how dish. How cool is it when they do that? I can't oh my do that gosh, thing with I the knife. Either. <laughs> I'd chop half my yeah, head I know, right? It'd be a terrible spot. <laughs> All right, so the three drivers that we got this week, driver number one is Elio Castroneves, four-time. <laughs> driver number two is Will Power. And driver number three is Graham Rahal. So I want you to pick... Which show is going to go with that, or which driver is going yep. to go with that show? Now, I will start with which drivers that I I paired with these shows. Hold on, let me go first and see oh, if I'm okay. if I, if I right. get to your right. yep. what you did. Okay, because you compete with but these I want gentlemen. Some reasoning why? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Wait, wait, so Elio, Will, Graham, Graham. 
Top Chef. Survivor. Fear Fear Factor. Factor. Okay. Will. Will's Fear Factor. Okay. Will's Fear Factor because (laughs) he is um, Australian. Yep. Australians. (laughs) They have no fear. (laughs) Well, Australians like, dude, you, you like open your toilet. There's like a, there's like a three foot spider tarantula yeah. that's just coming out of it yeah. they're just like feeding oh. on a small baby alligator right. yeah, yeah they're just like oh hey that's I, I, I don't I can't do an Australian yeah. accent I, I can do all these you different accents will, yeah. will power will yeah. power no big deal will power and he just tosses <laughs> it to the side and then they you know they're fighting yeah. kangaroos and yeah. they're Australians are, they're afraid of nothing because yep. literally when they're in the safest place that we all think your own home they're like two set, st- two steps away from death at all times. That's fair. Fear factor. Okay. Will Power would definitely put his hand in, into a bowl of tarantulas and just be, you know, laugh it off. Yeah. Um, top Chef is Elio. Okay. Top Chef is Elio because he's kind of a sweet talking guy you know he's he's got the 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 brazilian genes he's probably you know raised with some fogo good to dishes chow. fogo to chow right <laughs> he's probably good with the big old knives and kind of ching 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 and yeah. just laugh it off and put on a good show for everybody he's one dancing with the stars he's a showman and even if he cooks a terrible dish you know what you had a great time watching him do it he's a showman yeah. right you know he's gonna charm the wife a little bit maybe make the husband be like you're getting a little too close to the wife ellie i want yeah. you you know what i mean <laughs> why don't you step back a little bit but we two like four you. steps yeah. we like you uh so then that leaves graham with survivor <laughs> just by default <laughs> um i don't know graham like we talked like i talked about last week with the jake paul fight like i, th- I feel like graham's got um obviously he's been racing for a while so he's good with strategy Fairly good. Very good with strategy because he always ends up in the top five. Yeah, he's always up there. So he's got a good way with strategy. And uh, Graham's got a little bit of a hot streak to him. So I feel like, you know, he'd be able to, if somebody did him wrong, he'd be able to work with the other people to ax that person and get him out. Get him out. So you guessed all three of mine, right? Yes. (laughs) I I think you're exactly right. I mean, willpower, I just, I, I think he just eliminates all thoughts of fear at all and just goes straight into whatever. Oh, you want me to wrestle 17 barracudas? Done. You know what I mean? Oh, you want me to dance in the ring with 17 buffalo that are very, very hungry and very angry? Yep. That's just like a Thursday in Australia. Exactly. That's no big deal. I mean, do you want me to go head-to-head with a rattlesnake? Yep. Again, he stares at that when he lifts up his toilet seat. Exactly. So I, I, I think that's an incredible, uh, an incredible pairing. Yep. And Elio, for some reason, he looks like he could make an incredible salad. You know what I mean? Like Elio <laughs> is going to get out into the streets and chop up all these spinach leaves and maybe get some parsnips and some peanuts and some, oh, yeah. some balsamic. He might even make his own dressing. You know, I don't know. You know what, Elio? He looks like you know the like the 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 just like the chef character that you know probably like your friend's mom had in the kitchen is just like a little oh, deco- yeah. decorative yeah. piece, like the like a, the glass statue guy. Yeah, with yeah. like the white chef robe yep. and like the red big little hat. thing, big hat. Dude, <laughs> Elio's born Elio. to wear that. You yeah. know, that's him. And but my reasoning for Graham being on Survivor is very different. Okay, please. because Graham, we know Graham. You know, Graham is a successful man. Yes. So take. All of that away and put him on an island. And I think that would be very entertaining. Yes. Just take Graham out of the, you know, look, Graham is an incredible man. He's always been very nice to me. He's let me drive his very nice cars. But like, Graham is a baller. And so take the ballerness away. I like this. And put him on the island, make him eat some That's old saggy fish and like <laughs> make him like build a, build a, 
forest a tiki, sculpture. A tiki house. <laughs> yeah, build, build a tiki hut in the yeah. woods. That would be awesome. I'd love to see Graham have to build a tiki hut in the woods. That's funny. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, I want I want to see him make a fire. Yeah. Like, start a fire. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be awesome. I'd be like, from scratch. Because I know Graham. And I was like, I would love to see Graham start a fire. I like so, that. I think that would be a hilarious pairing. You can uh, feel free to disagree or agree with us via the internet. Yeah. But uh, I thought that... <laughs> I'm gonna have to, that's quite funny. I'm going to send that to, yeah, one of us have to send it to Graham and be like, hey, what do you think? What do you, yeah. what are, what do you think you could do Survivor? Yeah. <laughs> How right. do you feel about that? Uh, that? That was good. I'm glad we were on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I like was, doing that. It. I like doing that that way because you came up with it. So yes. I like to see if I am on the same page as you. That's fair. So, so now are we going to answer? We're going to answer some people's questions. Yeah, let's answer some questions. Let's do it. Which I think is, I, I enjoy interacting with everyone. We, um, We've got a lot going on here. There's a lot of exciting things happening in the racing world, but realistically, we don't have a lot of actual racing to talk about. So let's just talk about stuff. People are, I mean, we got we got at least 20 responses in here from people. So this okay. is it's really good. Thank you to everybody for being interactive and we'll try to get to all of them, but it's probably a weekly thing that we'll do. So at some point we might save we'll one get, for the yeah, next one. Yeah. At some point you'll get answered. Um this is I like I like this one. We'll start off with from uh K um K Schlereff. <laughs> it worked. Uh, the, the last name is S C H L I E R F. Schlurf? Schlurf? Schlurry? Schlurf? Yeah. I want to know Applebee's or Chili's? Oh, uh, I'm a I'm a Chili's guy. Yeah. I'm a Chili's guy. And look, I really. <laughs> sorry, dude. That sounded hilarious. <laughs> right away. Sorry, I'm sorry. Bro. Anyway, I am a. <laughs> Chili's guy. I just boy. think if you can find a chili, like let's say, I'll give you two perfect examples of where this works. Okay, perfectly. Yeah, Mid Ohio race and Watkins Glen race. So Watkins Glen, middle of nowhere, New York. Mid Ohio, middle of nowhere, Ohio. Ohio. And yeah. guess what? You can it's actually always, what it's short for. Always rely on for a good solid meal. Chili's. Hell yeah. And there's always a Chili's in some middle of nowhere town that I promise you is popping every night. Dude, I, yeah, I, I, I think I have to agree with you. I think the diversity of the Chili's menu, both drinks and food, you I mean, can get whatever you want. You got chips and salsa, and you can also get fries. Yeah. You can also get Tex Mex. And you get, there's a lot of stuff you can get from Chili's. Applebee's, I do love the marketing, eating good in the neighborhood, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the $2 apps or whatever, yep. that's pretty i mean i'm a Applebee's big fan is never gonna go away i'm a big fan of both of these establishments yeah you're gonna get a good meal for a decent price yeah you know and and and, and have good company what about ruby tuesdays uh not a ruby because i feel like guy. they're dying but i love the salad bar People I love, love a good salad, salad bar. bar. I'm a big true. salad bar guy. See, salad bar just reminds me of Pizza Hut back in the oh, day. Oh yeah yeah i would have yeah. hammered a salad bar pizza hell hut. yeah uh so i'm with Sunday. you i'm gonna go kind of goes chilies i go chilies but We'll double down on chilies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big green flag. <laughs> but now I'm chilies. starving. Uh, dude, I know. Ah. Jeez. Um, from uh, McCortoy, what's a track not on the 2022 schedule that you'd like to see IndyCar race at in the future? I mean, I could list at least 10. Um, Chicagoland, Kentucky, Richmond, uh, well, Las one Vegas up in Chicago? Oval. You had to tell a new guy. What's the Chicago? Chicagoland, bro. Really? It's a mile and a half oval. Oh, that's right. I've Incredible, seen that. high banked. Oh, wow. beautiful track. I used to watch races there, watched some incredible drivers put on some incredible shows. Yeah. These are all basically ovals. 
Like that's that's what we need. We need more of those. Yeah, yeah. I've heard great things about Kentucky. Yeah, we're all we're at all the road courses that you need to go to in America. Like we're not at Coda. We get that, but like there's a reason why. You know what I mean? So I think there's incredible oval races that we could go to, and I and I like those. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I'm, I've seen highlights of the Chicago. I've had buddies, um, Jeremiah Morrill, who have been to the Kentucky, uh, yep. and when it was going on, he seemed to like it. I think if definitely I recall, Richmond so. though as well. Okay. Richmond Short Oval, I think that would be awesome. Um, and eight, like we don't really have anything on the East Coast, so like I, Pocono is a tough one, but like I wouldn't necessarily mind going back to Pocono for a big old you know two two and a half mile track. But that's you know it's a it's a tough one. I would prefer like a Richmond something like that on the East Coast. Okay, yeah, I uh, well and you know Iowa after a year was a year We're two back, off baby. You're back yeah. at Iowa so back at Iowa that's exciting uh, to make it up for that uh, from AJ underscore Hobson says I know Connor just raced in the eight hour race in Indy. Yep. What do you think about a twenty four hour race at Indy? Um, you know what. I think it's entirely possible. Uh, just last night, it was very, very low key, but there were sports cars testing at IMS last night, late into the night, late into the dark, dark hours. Yeah, and um, and I think it's entirely possible, but it has to be, you know, worth it for the venue. It obviously uh, has to be worth it. Uh, it. Has to be the right time of year. Um, and but I, I can't see a reason why we wouldn't do it. Like I, I, I was talking the whole weekend about how cool it was to see all these sports cars run around IMS. And um, I, I could see that, you know, being successful for sure. Uh, a 24-hour race, a 12-hour race, something like that. Yeah, that'd be very, very cool. I mean, a prestigious sports car racing event at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I, I, I think, is not far off. IndyCar commenter wants to know what you're doing for your Halloween costume. Just talked about it. Probably not doing anything now, but uh, you were going to be a, glo- a Globetrotter. Yeah, I was thinking about being um, one of those guys from Squid Game. <laughs> putting on, yeah, you and 300 other thousand yeah, me, people. I just started watching that show, and that's like, ooh, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> nice. No, I don't know what I would be for Halloween. Part of me wants to go um, as uh, as Will Ferrell from, uh, from that movie when he owned the basketball team. Semi-pro. Tropic Thunder or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah the Tropic yeah, Thunder. Whatever, or, no, yeah, semi-pro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just love Will Ferrell characters, but uh, I just don't know if I could pull that off. So we'll see. Uh, Blumenfield Feld, Blumenfeld, twenty-two wants to know what our favorite comedians out right now are. Oh, you go first because I just saw a comedian over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Ben Polizzi is always uh, there. You one go. Of my favorite comedians. Um, I've seen Trevor Wallace, Francis Ellis, uh, from formerly from Barstool. Now uh, does his own touring and everything. Incredibly funny, incredibly kind guy. Um, would consider him a friend now, actually. Nice. And uh, so he's he's hilarious. If he's coming to your town, go see that. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, Chris D'Elia went through his shit. Oh, that's right. Twenty twenty, yeah. he had a rough twenty twenty for a variety of reasons. But <laughs> uh, you know, it seems like he's he's gotten it back on track, and um, you know. He's, he's got his kid and, and his fiance and seems like he's doing well. So I've you know I wasn't a big Crystalia guy. No, I, I think he's funny, but I just it just wasn't my wasn't my style. Yeah. Um, Michael Linochi, he's he's in that crew as well. He, he, these are all they're not like you know I know people are probably expecting to be like Rogan or Chappelle. Which, Chappelle. Those guys are all great, but I'm just yeah. talking about like people right now who like you could go see or whatever. Who? What about you? You got uh, so I I think um, 
I just saw John Christ over the weekend at mm-hmm. uh, Clues Hall over there at Butler. Nice. Um, and I have only just met John recently in uh, a couple different events that we did. Joseph Newgarden's charity event mm-hmm. uh, down in Nashville for the Nashville race. Uh, and he's a big racing guy, and I had no idea. Like, he's got his own, like, um, late model stock car racing team. And, oh, uh, yeah, like, super nice guy. And um, I, I have not been to a live comedy show in, like, potentially two years. And it was hilarious. Both him and, like, both of his openers um, were phenomenal. Like, I was laughing my head off. I took my mom and my stepdad to a comedy show. That's awesome. And it was it was hilarious, but... So I, I definitely I definitely recommend seeing him. He was very funny. But I, yeah. other than that, I mean, honestly, OG one of my fa- one of my favorite comedians. I, I I've always loved Daniel Tosh. Uh, Daniel Tosh is hilarious. I saw him live like two Did or three really? times. Nice, very very funny guy. And Lewis Black is one of my yeah. favorite comedians. All right, Lewis Black. I think okay. I've been listening to Lewis Black since like the late mid two thousands. Look at you. Like he is. I think I find his delivery of things very funny. Okay. Very, very nice. funny. <laughs> um, from Chase Briscoe. Oh, really? Yeah, we were just talking about him. He wants to know, when is Connor going full-time NASCAR? <laughs> Look, that is... I mean, I won't lie to everyone. If 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 all... If everything completely fails in IndyCar and some... You know, we get, we get stabbed in the back and something like massive stuff happens, chaos kicks off, I am a thousand percent dedicating myself to going NASCAR racing. I just I love the idea of going NASCAR truck racing okay. and like just starting starting at the truck series and just letting it ride because I think I just I think it would be uh fun. Yeah. So so hey, we'll man. see. Now yeah, I nice obviously as well. I can't just like do that. I don't want, I I would still need sponsors and stuff to do that, but I really would do it. So yeah. we'll see. All right. Uh from a couple more from Bloom goes the dynamite. Nice. There's an underscore love in that each of those things, yeah. Uh, what do you credit as the main factor for Rossi's recent struggles? Um, that is a great question. And I, I truly believe it is just this aero screen era. I think it's has suited some drivers over others. And when you're fighting for the smallest gaps on track, when you're fighting for tenths, hundredths of a second, you know the car has to be perfect, and it truly has changed the way the car drives, and it, and and it does not suit people. I mean, look at you. Look at champions, winners, Ryan Hunter, Ray, Alex Rossi, Simon Pagano, like guys that used to be consistently winning a lot, like struggling, mm-hmm. and and it's really really difficult. And I I think I myself is included in that category. I know that I struggle with this current generation of cars, so. That's really it. Like, again, I always have to encourage this by saying, I'm not talking bad about the error screen. I'm just literally stating what is a fact, that it has changed the balance of the car. And we all love that there's safety. Hey, love that. That's great. Safety safety first. But, like, it truly has presented some challenges for, I think, these drivers. So that's How long do you think, like, can they... Can you guys ever like adjust to it? Well, or, or, or is it always going to be a factor? I th- I think people will start to figure it out. I mean, I think um, you know it, it, it depends because there really isn't a massive like technical regulation window that you can play with, unless you find something really really magical that works in dampers for one driver over another. That's it. All, the only answer is going to be, you know, if we get some 
a little bit more testing and, and or if people find something in the damper program that can handle, you know, the added weight. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's gonna, you know, I think it is, it is solvable, but it has taken more time than I would have expected it to for certain people. You know Got what it. I mean? Okay. Got it. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, they do just cause you know, Rossi's our pal and you know, yeah. see him, you know, figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Get it, get it, uh, but, back to but the it, it, we also need people to figure it out because we want the racing to improve. You know yeah. what I mean? I think some of these places we've struggled for, you know, as, as good of a racing product as we've had previously, certainly at the Indy 500, certainly at the, you know, some of the oval races, you know, the way the car, the way the car is balanced now, it, it, it has made racing more challenging. So, uh, we obviously want our product to be as good as possible. And so, yeah, hopefully we all figured out. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Last one here from uh, my buddy Sam Hay, one of the biggest race fans that I know. Um... Good dude. He wants to know, how can IndyCar capitalize on new race fans via the F1 Netflix series? So, because they're not race, they weren't race yep. fans at all, watch F1, Driver Survives, they're like, oh, wow, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, we're trying to get them in IndyCar, parlay into that. How does that, how does that happen? Well, I, th- I think, honestly, just go to a race, right? Because, like, yep. Formula One, it's going to be hard for you to go experience one of those in real life. Like, you can go to Austin, but Formula One, like, to, to really make a Formula One weekend happen, you're going to have to spend some money. Like, the tickets money. are expensive. It's, it's, uh, if you go to Europe, I mean, that's a big travel. Miami next Mi- year. Miami. Jeez. I mean, hotels are going to be 10 grand a night. Like, yeah. it's, it's going to be, you know, it's because it's a world sport. So I think one of the things about IndyCar is like, look, we've got Formula One guys. We we are, our racing is, if anything, better than Formula One. Yeah. Um, and you've got access to it. So I think it, it helps motorsport in general, open wheel motorsport in general. And it's just good to show people that drivers, you know, have personality as well. Like there are, you know, these drivers aren't just people that put on helmets and just jump behind the wheel. Like we're real people as well. You know what I mean? A lot of the, a lot of the formula one guys are just kind of looked at as like, they're almost like mannequins that walk around. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, yep. Uh, the car was good today. Okay, cool. See you later. All right. We won. Woo. And then gone. But now you're like really kind of getting a little bit behind the scenes. Look at these guys, which is really cool because I know, you know, a lot of these guys from racing with them, like they're like, they're cool dudes, like really good people. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's helped motorsport in general. And I think any more shows, you know, IndyCar is obviously working on a show for next year. I saw the sizzle reel for it, um, a couple weeks ago and it's tremendous. And I, so I, it'll be out next year. No, it's like, it's a, it's a sizzle reel to sell to like, to follow 2022, to follow 2022. Yeah. So Very like, nice. so I think, I think they created a great, a great product to work with. Um, and you know, hopefully a lot of these networks, whether it's the Netflixes, the Amazon Primes, Peacock, you know, Peacock. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I hope it's on something big enough to where it gets that type of distribution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like the Netflix show. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's, I, I think there's exciting stuff. And I think anything that will, uh, you know, happen for IndyCar will benefit Formula One as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's good. I, and you said at the beginning, you know, to, to, to go to a race, to experience it, you know, I think, 
I'd agree with that big time. I mean, I think I'm a, a perfect example, you know, uh, right, right here of somebody who started going to more and more. And the more I went to, the more I was around it, the more I fell in love with it. Uh, so, you know, like, like you said, the, the accessibility as well, that's been something that I've pounded home about IndyCar and why I think it's so special and so different. Um, and, and, you know, we, it's going to be tough, like you said, to get in the F1 accessibility wise, but you know, if you're in Ohio, if you're in obviously Indiana or the Indianapolis area, if you're out in Iowa, the Midwest, if you're out in California, I mean, just take advantage of it and just say, Hey, you know what? That's happening. I'm going to, you know, pick Go up check uh, it out. some $30 tickets at IMS yeah. and, and go see it and boom, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, this is what they're talking about. So I would I would double down on that for sure. And yeah, I completely on that. Agree. I mean, just, you know, there's there's certain things, you know, you go to a movie, you don't like it, and it turns you out. You go to a baseball game, it's kind of slow, it's kind of boring, I don't know. You go to a football game, too much traffic, guy in front of me is drunk, he's an <laughs> asshole. Well, that could happen in a race, but, but you know, yeah. it's like... It, I mean, it's still a largely attended event, and right. yeah, all that stuff can happen, but it's, 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 it's definitely more more unique than going to a football or basketball or baseball game you yeah. know what i mean like it's just it's something that's like hey well we can we could potentially walk around this whole venue and see a bunch of different views of what these cards are doing we can go you know here there wherever we can interact with the players the drivers you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. it's it's kind of you know it's something that's that's cool absolutely like if i go to a football game there's a 99 percent chance i'm not going to be able to talk to the quarterback there's or, a hundred percent chance yeah like yeah <laughs> I, I said 99 to give me yeah a generous side <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so and and the same thing with you know unless you're sitting on the floor and you dap up lebron somehow for right. some reason yeah. and uh, there's no way you're going to interact with these stars yep but for us not the same way come and hang out Literally. don't give us a fist bump chat it up Talk, uh, you know, get an Instagram picture, get an autograph, do whatever. Yeah. But, no, I totally agree. Cool. Well, thanks for sending those in, guys. Yeah, that was really uh, good. What do we got? Let's finish up here. Ricky Treadway Memorial. Uh, well, not Memorial because he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he's still alive. Ricky Treadway. Well, don't kill Ricky. Maybe it, it was still just in remembrance of him winning Ricky. a court case for uh, <clears throat> getting his money back for buying his ex-girlfriend fake boobs. I love that. Uh, the Incredible story. Indy 500 Driver of the Week. Indy 500 Driver of the Week. So I... um. I just kind of went with a random Googling of, of years of the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go with the 1982 mm. Indy 500. Good year. This race team, the Circle Bar Racing Team. <laughs> was that like a gas station back then? I don't know. <laughs> but I love the okay. fact that it was this driver drove for the Circle Bar Racing Team. Okay. In 1982, he started 29th, finished 24th. And this is Chet Phillip. Chet. Old Chet. Not Chet not, Hanks. And not Phillips. Not Philip. And not Philip with a PH. Philip with an F. No way. Chet Philip. Are you sure it wasn't Philippe? And no, it's Chet Philip. He's from Texas. <laughs> okay. He's from Texas. I think. Not, not a, not, well, yeah, there's not going to be a Frenchie named Chet. Yeah, know, old so Chet Philip. There you go. It's just like uh, uh, Chet Philip from um, Texas. <laughs> I don't know. Lubbock, Texas. There you go. Red Raiders. Uh, yeah, Texas so, Texas Tech, incredible man. Uh, apparently, um, Chet. Yeah, I mean he did he did two Indy five hundreds, but tried to qualify for four, but he didn't make he didn't make two of them. So well, darn. Only did two, um, but uh, but yeah, what an interesting. I mean, this is stuff that I have literally never known, like he raced stock cars and modifieds during his teens, early twenties, and. 
at Arena Park Raceway in Lubbock, Texas. His father, Marvin Phillip, also raced this track. Chet raced in the kart series between 1982-1985, nine career starts in the Indianapolis 500. Well, nine career starts and started the Indianapolis 500 in 1982 and 1983. So that's, um, I mean, that's pretty cool. I, 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 I like learning random stuff about the IndyCar series and the Indy 500. Um, and that was it. So, and, it, and guess where Chet, Chet lives in Avon, Indiana, apparently. Oh, no joke. Yeah. Huh. That's wild. See, and that's just what's crazy is that we, we do these these random drivers. That's pretty cool. And, you know, maybe they run one or two or yeah. three Indy 500s, but you, you go back and their, their history leading up to those races, it's like, these are just people who've been racing for so long, doing so many different kinds of racing. And the goal is to get here, man. The goal is, yeah. is, 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 is to get to the, you know, the world's greatest race racetrack. And that's, that's super cool. Exactly. I mean, the Indy 500 has literally hundreds of drivers that you might not know about. And we're here to try to yeah. dive into that a little bit. Exactly. Dive into it. All right, man. Um, what do you got this weekend? What do you got going on? Uh, I don't know about this weekend. We got the U.S. Grand Prix this weekend. We got Austin, Formula One race, yes. a lot of excitement going on. We had Daniel Ricardo on Monday Night Football with the Bills, who the Bills cost me about $700 uh, oh, on Monday yes. night, which is real deflating. That's the worst. Don't know why we don't put that into overtime. I am just so I'm so upset. Eleven leg parlay, but also you got to learn from it now. You can't you can't do the different slates on the parlay. You have to like because then you had all ten of them hit, and you're you know you're waiting for Monday night, and then you're just gutted. You either got to get it over with. It or you was win it, it was once. demoralizing because I honestly thought the bill, the Bills m- might have been the easiest lock yeah. of the century because right. the Bills are the Bills. Mm-hmm. Turns out. I was completely wrong. Titans came to play, man. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you go down to the red zone the first two drives and you score two field goals. Field goals don't win field football goals. games. <laughs> Look at Coach, Coach Connor over here, man. Field that's goals don't win football games. <laughs> give, him a, give him a clipboard and a headset, man. Yeah. He's ready to go. Get All me right. down there. So you're going to be watching that. We're going to keep an eye out for uh, Colton Herta. Any news regarding that oh, down yeah. there in Coda? Um, I gotta, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I mean, U.S. Grand Prix, I, I don't think I'm going to go. I got to stay home and, and, and do work and stuff like that. But uh, Yeah. It'll be fun. A lot of people are going to be down there having a great time because America, if you've noticed, all the drivers came to America about a week early because everyone loves coming over here for this race. It's a fun time. People go, they're in Miami, they're in LA, they're in San Francisco, wherever it is. So it's cool to see everyone come over here and enjoy it. Very nice. Maybe I'll I'll even keep an eye out on that. You know, we'll see. We'll, uh, but we also got football to watch. We do Sunday. got football. <laughs> we do. We got uh, two. Yeah, we got a lot of big games. So yeah, I got a wedding though too. Oh. so that you know that just throws a whole wrench into everything. That's tough. So yeah. Saturday wedding. My wedding wife's season. in it. Oh, so I got to be the guy and probably looking at my phone, watching LSU game, kind of small talking people, whatever. Yeah. Go Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, all right, man. Good deal. We'll be back uh, next week again. Thanks to the shop, Indy for looking up the uh, Speed Street uh, logo, whipping that up for us. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. So, uh, Connor, until next week, man. Yes, indeed. Peace.